Oh man, and and every once in a while, Andy's gonna lean forward and he's gonna go invisible because he's the oh, see there he went invisible gardener again, you know, <laughs> trying to teach with uh, about biology to all these rich people in Malibu, and Andy, you love to work with the trees, uh, but something that you really are trying to push with the people that you're interacting with um, is soil testing and uh, the analysis of their soils so that you can bring life back into the soil to, to give them healthy plants. So tell us a, a little bit more about that. Look, uh, I started doing this stuff a long, long time ago. And I was just a gardener, so I look, I look at things, or I disappeared again. I, I can't help it. I don't know what happened. I, oh, psych, psych. <laughs> All right, people, quit making me disappear like that. Come on, it's, it's kind of scary. Next thing you know, I'm not talking to you. Maybe my mouth would be moving. Anyway, I've been doing the uh, landscaping. Not, I did. I started landscaping. I didn't like doing it because they, you know, they say give me the lowest bid, and I always do, always do the highest bid. I dig it, and so I, I said, just give me your credit card, go away. <laughs> that would be my. Oh, be my, oh, hey, can I find some of those people? Because I love. Yeah, just give me your credit card, take one off. Guy, you know? One guy did. He says, "Here's the card. I'll be back in four Sweet. months." And that's, so this is the maximum, unless you really think something else and let me know. But yep. anyway, see, I'm just, I'm really a good gardener. You know, when you look at something, a good gardener will look at a tree or something and go, well, I don't think that's right. I think Andy, that's anybody that wants to go to your website and go through it and look at the beautiful gardens that you work in, you know, yes, you're, you're, you're a, a class and a level that's extreme, beautiful. So, you know, I have a, all kinds of issues because it's, yeah. it's like teaching kids. Now, you know, yeah. you're not supposed to eat this. No, no, you don't you stick that there. No, no, you don't do this. You, you turn around and say, now you're doing it. What are you doing that for? Why, what? No, you don't. So it's, it's kind of like that. And I hate to say that about my customers because, but people are, have no idea what they're doing. And they just go around over the place. And then it's like no concept of why things are not doing well in the first place. Oh, let's water more. And the gardeners are just as bad. Oh, it's really hot. Let's water more. And all this is seeds. Are you surprised how many people call me up? This tree has a disease. I want you to spray it. I'm going, um, well, it doesn't really. I, I talk about Eeyore sometimes. Well, it doesn't really work that way. You know what I'm saying? Because I, what I have to do is I have to try to slow down because these people are like super fast. I can go as fast as they want to, but they're not listening. So when I slow down. They're not I'm understanding. Let, there is a difference between not listening and not understanding. Well, maybe it's a combination of both because they listen and nothing comes through it. There's nothing they don't understand, right? So yeah. if you listen and you understand, that's cool. So one of the things I've learned on early in, in my career was to do something outside of myself so they, they can say, see, it's not Andy. Here's something that we can yeah. look at. That's why I like a refractometer because it's besides me. If I say this has a high mineral content and a refractometer says the same thing, you go, Okay, and it's the same thing with a, a soil testing. So I, I, mm -hmm. I do for my customers when I first see them. I said one of the first things I tell them is, we're going to have to do some soil testing. Yeah, you know, when I started doing this, I said, look, you can spend two, three hundred dollars for soil testing, or you just leave it up to me. You don't need to do a soil test. We'll do it right. But people don't get that. You know, they want to see don't... something on, in on, in black and white from yeah. a lab, going, yeah. okay, this is what's wrong. Yeah, they want to see, and then uh, every year they want to see it again and go look. And if, if you have a chart or a way to show it to them, because education is key. That's what I do. Mm -hmm. yeah. Teaches people, look, 
you had this, and then now you have this, and then you have this, and look at your plants and see what's going on with them, because that's how it works. So right now, yeah. these plants are having this problem. Uh, as a matter of fact, I'm going there. I was supposed to go yesterday. I'm going to, maybe going there tomorrow. The lady calls me up and says, I got three trees. I'm on a whole property. They're not doing really good, and I, you know, they're going to die, and I want you to come and take care of those trees. I don't want you to look at anything else. I don't want you to do anything. I want to see I want those trees. And yeah. so, and to me, it's like a, 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 a person goes to a doctor. I have this finger. <laughs> and this I only finger, wanted you to look at my toe. This finger is rotting or disease or something, but I do not want you to look at my hand or my body or anything else. Just deal with my finger. Yeah. Any yeah. doctor will say, fine, chop it off, wrap it up. Okay, we're done. But I still have to deal with the body. Yeah. Right? And so, uh, a, 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 and a lab test is kind of like when you go to a doctor, a doctor says, we're going to do have to do a blood test, right? It's the yeah. same thing. Yeah. You look at the, at the, the doctor says, like I'm going to one now. I go to Medicare a lot and all these different doctors because uh, I'm trying to convince them I'm crazy and, and really, really sick, so I get more benefits. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't tell oh, them that. You're definitely sick. Well, yeah. My problem is I get healthier and healthier and healthier rather than sicker and sicker and sicker. And it's not fair that you have to do the drugs in order to get benefits. You know. You know what I mean? It's, anyway, so a, a lab test is really. It depends on also too on where you send it to because a lot of times in the beginning i used to send it off to a lab company and they, they would send it back this is your ph this is the salt content of your soil uh we recommend high nitrogen fertilizers we recommend this we're all chemicals right blah 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 down the line you know and and it's like so i so I, I tell people okay i'll have this oh yeah who i'm from og who said that ken you did telling people i'm from south florida ken <gasps> I don't know. I don't know. I'm not from South. I am not wanted by the FBI. I or else, why? Why is from South Florida? I'm not sure. Like he's giving me the prayer. Oh, why? Thumbs up. And oh, geez. Also, old guy <laughs> or original grower, depending on how you want to look at it, because we're both pretty. He old knows guys. I'm from South Florida. I wonder how he knows that, because that's where I originally. Uh, well, I we up. talked about that, Andy. Oh, okay. We, you guys actually listen to me when I talk. Holy shit. Isn't it amazing that Holy there's people cow, in our chat that pay me? attention? Oh, dear. They I, want I, to learn. If any of my nine wives were to watch this, I would be in deep trouble, man. I really would. Wow. Nine wives. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, it, yeah. So, so uh, I, I learned to, I do this, uh, you know, I, I'm an old South Florida boy. I'm a Key West boy. I love Key West. I love Homestead because it's Fruits everywhere. You know, one of the things I love about Florida is the fruit. I was a fruitarian. I went to school in Miami for one year in Coral City. There you go. See, maybe I knew you. Maybe what year did you go to school in Coral City? Because I grew up in the Hialeah, Florida. So I went to high school there. And then I was around I was around for a long, long time. I started a club. And I, I lived in um, Coconut Grove for a, a long time. I lived in various different areas around Miami. And then I expanded out. I ended up living in Gainesville, Florida. I, I wrote a, 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 a newspaper called uh, New Race Traveler's Guides of Florida. So I went up and down Florida. And I did the yeah. same thing. I did Invisible Gardener then too. And in those days, I tell people, save your money. Don't do a soil test because, you know, this is what you need to do anyway. You get the soil test and you're still going to do it. Only if they're going to listen to you will that actually work, Andy. They have to actually listen to you. So, so But I realized over the years... 
It's better to have it written down in paper when they can say, no, this, and you can say right there it says, and every year this is what I've been telling you, because if you write it down on paper, they cannot yeah. deny you said that. Yeah. You know, you cannot deny, and then on top of that, you can prove it, because I, I've gone through so many different, like this lady's calling me up, her trees, her, her citrus are dying. Well, I can tell you why they're dying before I even go anywhere near the place. Okay, that's what you know. What's going on with nowadays with people's uh, properties, especially mm-hmm. you know here. Think of it here in California. We're going through a drought, right? So yeah. in, in a drought, we have this very very bad. Uh, I wouldn't call it soil, but uh, it's something that you know that you want your plants are growing in, right? In California, it gets it gets really super baked, really super hot. Yes, basically it's clay soil, right? Mm-hmm. It's made out of clay. Uh, I've been collecting tree debris before I can remember mulching the yard. I grew up near the Fort Lauderdale Airport. I love the Fort Lauderdale Airport, man. I would sit down there with, just before they take off. Uh, I used to have a couple of girlfriends at one time in the car, smoking, enjoying life. No. And they go, boom, like that, you know, right over, you know. Shake the shake, car. Yeah, I know. I used to do the same thing, okay? Like, yeah. I'm the it's, same it's way, fun man. It's with the kids, and they go, wow. I think it should be against the law to take anything out of your property. When the leaves fall to the ground, it belongs to the ground rather than taken out. And so, uh, and then w- one of the things that, that I like to do is to prove to people, especially professionals, when they say, okay, there's nothing you can do about that disease. Just cut the tree down. There's nothing you can do about the disease or the pests. There are lots of different bugs. I tell people when the tree is food for the bug, there's something wrong. Yes, 100%. And that's where you're same with your lettuce. If the bugs are attacking your lettuce, there's something wrong with it. It's not fit for human consumption. Grow something better. It's fit for bug consumption. And the food is fit for bugs. It's not food that's good for people. It's the same thing with what I told you guys about the secret. One of the best, one of the greatest secret I've ever found that I have discovered. And I, I'm hearing other people talk about it. And I'm going, where did he get that information from? And more than likely he got it from me because I've been saying this for quite a while. But at the same time, I also realized I'm not inventing anything. I'm just saying the truth. There's bound to be yeah. other people saying the same truth too because if it's true to me, it's true in other places. Exactly. Right? What have you been saying, Andy? I've been saying the difference between carbohydrates, complex carbohydrates, and simple carbohydrates. Yeah. See, that's why if it's simple carbohydrates, it's food for the bugs. The bugs cannot digest complex carbohydrates. Simple carbohydrates is energy. Food, food, boom. Let's give me that food. And your plant can't make those unless it's a healthy plant with the biology to make them. That's only going to be able to make the, the level below. Right. And it's the biology that makes the minerals. It's the biology. It's only the, and I've been telling people this like forever. We cannot create, recreate what Mother Nature does. We can make a copy. We can try to do the best we can. But when Mother Nature create, made these microbes and these microbes make this liquid, you cannot recreate that. You can try it in a lab. Let's blend a little calcium with the iron. Little magnesium. Not the same thing. It's not the same thing. So what the microbes do, and only the microbes can give you the 96 different trace minerals. Mm-hmm. And, and the, the Mother Nature had it set up. I say had because... It's obvious it's not happening what used to happen around the world, right? I mean, just think a million years ago, right? <laughs> just think a million a million years ago how the Earth looked then. Yeah, they're yeah. like a, we're a trillion animals, zillion of animals, right? You can look in the sky without seeing birds everywhere, right? Creatures, 
And that's how Mother, yeah. one of the ways Mother Nature spreads uh, minerals around the world. And, and the biology. And the, of course, the biological. That's how yeah. they, it wouldn't do any good if the animal were going around pooping iron or magnesium or magnesium or calcium or whatever. They would have to be in, in some form, and it's the biology that does that. So that, that it makes sense. Well, if they, you look at it, look at it this way, Andy. The biology is the smaller form of animal. That bird in a microscopic that yeah. pecks at the tree to break down the tree. You know, take that to the microscopic, and that's what's breaking down the sand, silk, clay, and organic material. They're exactly all right. living beings. We just don't think of it that way. What you hit upon is another interesting. Um, okay, so you know what a fractal is? Yeah. Okay, so what you just said We're was talking basically. Talk fractals. So please go ahead, talk some more. What you just said was basically a fractal, it, 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 it mirrored. A smaller world, a smaller world. So you're talking about the microbes, yeah, picking away at the at the uh, the minerals. You have the birds picking away at the tree, or humans yeah. eating things, or other creatures. It does this. It's the very same thing. It, it, the way it works is that we have to eat something that ate 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 something, something infinitive, yeah. right? Oh, you know, and that's the way. And so. Going back to the soil testing is really, and he's going to be on here soon. I'm going to have him on. He's going to talk about the the biology. And I'm also going to have another lady on who's a doctor, and she does the biomine in your stomach. I got yeah, plants. You got to read this. You got to read this, Andy. Yeah, I got plants, and at the farm, healthy enough that the grasshoppers wouldn't eat them. Yeah, proof to people that it's possible, and they didn't believe it. Yeah, grasshoppers or like any other insect. They need the simple carbohydrates. So they're geared. And Mother Nature is very smart. Let's see now. If you're sick, you're going to produce simple carbohydrates, and they, they will kill you. That's an easy way to recycle a thing. We're going to make it that way. Yeah. When you're healthy, we're not going to get attacked. be broken down. Right. When you're healthy, you're not going to get attacked. These things are not going to touch you when you're healthy. But when you're sick, they're going to recycle you. They're going to take you and recycle you. Yeah. Isn't that cool? Yeah. And that's and what they're designed happens. to do. That's what they're literally designed to do. Not healthy, break it down so the next generation can become healthy. Right. So it's like a law of cause and effect. Mm -hmm. You see. So, and what's interesting too is that we're we're taught. I don't know. I don't know about. Well, I mean, we're. I mean, us, the people who are on listening now, and you and I. Maybe yeah. we're taught that, but we believe something different. Otherwise, you wouldn't be watching. But basically, yeah, ninety-nine percent of the people out there are taught. That you know if something's wrong, you know, like with a plant or something, it's it's normal to get a chemical and spray it. Yeah, it, and that's what they've been know. taught. They've been the with the human body is normal to shoot up with a chemical and deal with it. That's yeah. normal. That's how we deal with it, right? Right. Rather than say, okay, what's the law? What's the cause and effect? The effect is just the disease and the pest. The effect. That's the effect, yeah. not the cause. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? So if you eliminate the cost, you eliminate the effect. And, uh, and you and find so the root of the problem and get rid of the root. And, and it's, you so have much no problem. Easier, it's so much easier eliminating the cost and eliminating the effect yeah. because the effect will keep coming back over and over again because you didn't eliminate the cost. Okay, Andy, I have a question then. Okay, I'm crazy. So what, what, what do I have to eliminate that uh, will stop me from being crazy? You need, mm. you need to stop smoking pot. <laughs> I don't know about that because I, I was talking. I was talking, and I wouldn't have a life. I was talking to my 
VA psychiatrist today. I see, uh, talk to her yeah. once a month. And I don't know if I mentioned it to you or not, but she was telling me, he was telling me that uh, pot ruins your brain. Marijuana does something to your neurons and all this kind of stuff and it ruins your brain. What to find that commander that you uh, were with in the Navy and have them come and tell the psychiatrists that they're idiots. We used to say that real men drink beer, don't smoke weed. Yeah, it's the same mental attitude. You just got to smack the guy in the head again. What I told this guy was, is, okay, first of all, I'm not a doctor or a scientist, but I can tell you the loopholes in your in the study that you're quoting. Yeah. It, it didn't break it down to, okay, these people, uh, what do they eat? Uh, do they drink? Are they heavy drinkers? What drugs are they taking, you know, from the store-bought drugs to whatever else? These are things that they're doing to themselves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're yep. going to find that you, you're going to find they don't have very much brain capacity left. So, so it's not the pot that's doing that. And I think also, too, you need to look at who did the studies, right? Where, who set up the study? Who's who paying paid for the for studies? Them. Right, you yeah. follow it. You find that it's the pharmaceutical people that are setting up the studies, and they would love yeah. it to tell people the pot is ruining your brain. But hey, take this drug or this drug or this drug or this. Shoot, shoot Just up give this. us your money, and we'll keep you healthy or healthier than with all these pills. Yeah, just keep taking these. So I think. So I think that the 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 the, the people who are doing the soil testing now have come a long ways because now they're actually looking for the microbe they're looking for the biology they're going to tell yeah. you what what's Certain the biology this, this one company yeah. that you can you can put up their little uh, okay. uh i think you already wrote it there you go it's called alluvium soil labs soil labs uh really cool people and they're really into the soil microbes and they're doing a special invisible gardener soil test which is what i want to get from my customers i want them to because you know when you do a disease you have to look for that specific disease see right so if they don't look for that disease and it has a disease, they're not going to find it. So, but if you, yeah. so instead of looking for the diseases, you look for the presence of microbes in the soil. Life. Which mm. is what I want, right? I want to see the organic content. I want to see, I, I don't care what minerals are available because a lot of the minerals are not in available form. Exactly. The microbes has to bring you. So it's like a bank. I only want to see what's open, what I can get at. The rest of it in the bank is fine. You know, because because what I have to do with the customer is to say, okay, first of all, you need to resupply it. Bring everything to the soil that it needs. Since we're not doing, you're not doing it naturally. You're not letting Mother Nature do it for you. You're going to do it. You're going to learn to make compost. You're going to learn to make the compost in the right way to, because the compost is the key way that you can incorporate all these things back into the soil. You know, that's that's how you get the minerals and stuff. So when I make compost, I also, I I, I try to make a lot of, from a wide range of different things on my, on the property. And then also make arrangements with other people to get other things. But basically, it's all from the same area. So, you know, when I lived in Florida and in Miami, I used to go homestead, get cow manure, rabbit manure, steer manure, chicken manure, lava manure. Elephant manure is very unique. Lava manure? Did you say lava manure? Or lava? Lava. Lava. Okay, I was thinking, what the hell is lava manure? Lava manure is uh, is all you can get in Hawaii. Yeah. Oh, well, no, there's other places in the world you can get it. And I no, think, hey, it's probably full of, uh, of trace minerals that we need. Mm. Well, actually, it is. A lot of the rocks, <coughs> rocks are basically ancient lava beds. 
And so they, it takes many, many, many millions of years for them to eventually get ground up. That's one of the things. And I'm, I'm hoping to get another person on here uh, who's a, he wrote a remineralization. It has to do yeah. how the earth remineralizes itself. His name is Don Weaver. Oh, and, that would be a fascinating conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a really, very cool. Uh, it's not a, a new idea. It's just make it easier for people to understand that, that Mother Nature normally remineralizes their stuff. That's what the yeah. ice ages are. When you do an ice age, the ice age of snow grinds everything up, and then when yep. it retreats, it has your as your rock does. And Mother Nature has a way of spreading the minerals. Like, for example, when Mount St. Helena blew up, you think only that area got the middle? No, it went up into the stratosphere or whatever. It went around the world, and everybody got some of it. Yeah, See, right? exactly. And Mother Nature does that all the time. When uh, yeah. Old Faithful, when uh, uh, what's in the Yellowstone goes, the whole Earth is going to get remineralized, right? And that's only, what, one of six or nine supervolcanoes on our planet. Yeah, yeah, and, and that's yeah. exactly what they do. When they, when they spew yeah. it up in the air, and if you test it, you're going to see... It's like, go see Mount St. Helen now. Beautiful there, isn't it? Yeah, everything is just growing like crazy. Yeah. There's somebody selling the, 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 the dust as a, as, a, as a rock dust because it's really yeah, rich. And that's bright. what it is. It's molten right. rock when it comes out. Yeah, it's rock dust. Okay, just let it dry for a while. So I tell people the, the, the quality of the rock dust depends upon how Mother Nature makes it. Yep. See, what volcano so, it came from? I think I talked to you guys last time about this rock dust that I get from Southern California. From it's called alluvium clay. It's made from it's a hot sulfur mud bath place. That Mother Nature is still bubbling under there, and you know, with uh, if you go deeper, you see the molten lava, but it's so hot that it makes the the clay melt, and it's like a flowing clay thing, and it goes up to the top. Oh. Obviously, it's not so hot you die, but you get into it, you soak yourself. It's really, really super hot. He sells yeah. that. That's thirty percent calcium. That's also why it's so good when you soak yourself in it. Yeah, yeah. So your body. For some reason we were made of calcium. Yeah, you like you see Those that right? Pounds. Yeah, yeah. You figure that right. Your body soaks the calcium right in. Yeah. What's the biggest organ on your body? Oh, skin. yeah, right. My skin. Yeah. Right. I also tell people that the what's the biggest light organ on your body in your body on your body? Light organ. Yeah. But what uh, uh, your skin? Your skin, yeah, it absorbs receives, light. Receives light. Yeah, it can, it can, it can uh, see different color, colors. The same thing with frequency. That's all over your body. Your skin sees that, it's just like mm -hmm. your hair does. So actually, yeah. Lily brought up something to me the other day, Andy, and I got, I got to stop you. A dead bird. And speaking, of, no, speaking about <laughs> the light and seeing and hearing, because you don't see and hear things like most people do. And there's actually Lily found. Um, it's, it's, uh, other people that, uh, see light or, uh, see music and hear light. Or yeah. How, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I just wanted to say that, that that's a thing. Yeah, um, not, it's not you know, the only, yeah. You're not the only crazy guy out there, Andy, that can do no, that. Everybody shit. has, oh, everybody has the same capabilities. Everybody yeah. has the same, very same capabilities. It's just the it depends to the extent that you want to use them and you want if you pay attention to them. That's all that's all I really yeah. Have. Yeah. But, but listen, the the soil testing is something people really should get into because even when you're growing the you know what plant, you always want to take a look at what's going on in your soil. It gives you a really good indication indication, right? See music and hear color. Yes, silly. Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> and that's what you can do. Like I, I, it's that's uh, it must be fascinating to walk into somebody's garden and, and, you know, see that in a totally different way than I do. I, it's like, it's well, part of, it, part of it has to do with learning how to turn the system off and mm -hmm. turning it on again. Because if you, uh, you think about it, you can't, you can't stick your head outside. You can't go anywhere because you're going to be flooded with a variety of different colors yeah, and different yeah. sounds. You can't even walk. You couldn't, you couldn't really talk. You'd be like, holy shit, what the hell? <laughs> but then bees can do the same thing. They can turn the color off in their vision and yeah. run on black and white. So yeah. what you're saying is, is you can turn it on and turn that off. Cool. So as a, as a kid, I learned I learned how to do that uh, partially mm -hmm. because my mom would say, "Don't run up to people and tell them, man, you got a really bad looking aura. I think you're going to die.'" <laughs> that's not, that's a it's no -no. not generally a good thing to do. Okay, yeah, no -no. yeah. You don't you don't want to do that, you know. Uh, but I also learned that it, so when I started uh, tripping on LSD and stuff, you have the same thing. It's like you can't you walk around and go, "Oh wow, oh, oh wow," and if you're driving, you go, oh, "Wow, oh, wow," yeah. but you can't. You have to you, you have to learn how to turn this turn it uh, off, otherwise you can't yeah. really function. And even when you yeah. turn it back on again, you have to be careful because you're always being you're being flooded constantly. You think that it, you think that you're in the middle of a forest and nothing's around, no, or in the middle of the ocean or in the middle up in space. Life you, is everywhere. You're constantly being flooded with a, a, a an infinite number of frequencies and colors and sound. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just like. When I do the painting, it's like I, I, and I've learned to transcend the painting. You should see some of the paintings; really cool. But it transcends; it really goes to different kinds of faces. And I, one of the things I like about this, uh, it's called liquid art, is that you can actually pull colors out. You can blend. I'm learning how to do layers, right? But imitate. I basically imitate what how I see things. Cool, and that that's why I find them so fascinating. And you guys can find them on Andy's YouTube channel. Um, just scroll down in the playlist. And, Cosmic uh, Spaceship. Yeah, Cosmic Spaceship. Uh, absolutely phenomenal, guys. You got to go check it out and sign up with Andy's channel. Um, give him some watch hours. Uh, he needs that. We want to get him monetized. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and the yeah. Cosmic Spaceship I've been doing for a long time. See, when yeah. I, I've, been, I've been doing this radio show thing for a long time. I started doing my... Uh, a brick and mortar radio show on the FM stations. I was on KPFK for 15 years, KCRW for a long time, uh, 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 FM stations in Northern, I mean, in Santa Barbara, you know, so I've been yeah. doing this. And so what I do was I did was it's only about six, maybe 10 years ago. I started doing the music thing. Yeah. And what happened yeah. with it? And the same thing with the artwork. I just started doing both at the uh, pretty much at the same time because I was bored and I did a little bit too much LSD and mushrooms at the same time. And I decided, oh, okay, this. So I bought this program. There's this music program called Acid. So if you're doing Acid you, and you're watching, t you're scrolling through the internet, you see a program called Acid. You go, whoa, okay, I'm gonna do that. Literally, because Acid uses a paintbrush. You can tell instruments what to do. You have instruments. You have songs that are called loops. That's what they are, loops. Uh, a lot of musicians now, they've learned, not now, but you know, a long time ago, how do you make a living? You sell loops from some things that you make. So if you mm -hmm. have a song, it could be a 30-second loop or a three-minute. You sell that. Yeah, and, yeah. And you, I would buy it. and It gives me the right to put it and mix it with my song, so I have copyright yeah. for that. 
So, uh, it, but you use a paintbrush, and and you can use mm -hmm. color. You use actually color because each color, the computer understands what what a, a sound color works with. You know, it's, okay. it's a normal relationship between sound and color. A computer yep. say, I would say, give me the color for for this sound, and I would have a sound that would play like a a, a bell chime or whatever. Yeah, it would say. This is it. Show me the color, you know. And and, yeah. and and I have a program that's basically like a fractal. It tells the computer produce this fractal based upon this sound, okay, and color that you hear. Really cool. It comes out like that. Very very trippy. And what, uh, so, but the problem is when I do it with a real paint and stuff, it doesn't. I'm not a computer. I don't have the ability to do that. But I do tend to. I I think it works itself out because the more I but when I do it, the colors are very, very fascinating, and I hear, and it's a beautiful sound that it makes. Yeah. See, unfortunately, again, I can't duplicate that sound on the computer, right? It'd be really cool if I could just, you know, take a picture of it or a video of it. The computer would reproduce a, a song of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It doesn't yeah. happen that way. But we, you know, I go off the subject a lot, and I apologize, guys. I can talk about a lot of different things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So I'm trying to stick to uh, the uh, the soil testing because if you get in the habit of doing your soil testing on a regular basis, especially if you wanted to make sure, and, and you, see, normally you don't need it. If you if your if your if your marijuana plants, if your trees are beautiful and they have all the minerals, so the marijuana plant will have a greater THC concentration, better taste, right? Same thing with your food. You know, you'll find that. Once you get once you get the right food to them, they're absolutely amazing. It's only when they're weak that they don't taste right, you know. And also, you have to learn how to grow them like like a, a fruit tree, you know, fruit. You have to be able to pick it at the right time. Mm -hmm. Learn how. That's one of the things that I like about refractometer because it gives you an instant. You can't send the soil test off and come back and then pick it. You want something that day to see whether you should pick it. So I, I combined. The, I use a refractometer to tell me right away if it's time to pick. Right. Normally, well, yeah, if it's in that right range, then yeah. it, then it's healthy and good. Normally, you and I don't need to worry about a refractometer telling me when to pick because you would nibble on it, you will look at it, you go, "This is the time to eat." Yeah, it's at the right consistency. It feels right, and you but smell if you it, do it. If you do yeah. it often enough, you get you 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 get it. You you understand what the trace mirrors are. And it's also very good to look at the lab. Yeah. One of the things about lab tests that people don't pay attention to, besides the biology, they do not pay attention to biology. They just want to know other things. Yeah. What what minerals do I have? What I, what I what do I need? And a lot of times it yeah. doesn't work that way in terms of the plants getting minerals from the soil right there. The minerals yeah. normally are brought in. The minerals Mother Nature brings the minerals and makes them available. And when yeah. your soil is depletion, it's not going to have it. You need to constantly be bringing in the minerals. And you, yeah. you don't really want to be dumping in this this chemical or that chemical or you know you want to bring in the microbes which is the main thing that people need to be constantly bringing in to their property yeah yeah and, well, and yeah. they want to you want to build up an environment so one of the cool things about a lab test is that minerals thrive is within a certain ph you know what that is what ph yeah yeah well you uh, have a neutral of seven and you can go yeah. higher but Happy history, um, and, and we never got too on with Luna and that. And and uh, but happy history wants you to talk more on 
uh, sexing seeds uh, by looking at it. But see, you don't see the world the way most people see it. So well, this is actually is that part of it. There are there are a bunch of different uh, ways to tell the sex. Now, if you look at a Mary Jane C, and, and, and hell, I can't tell that them too late. It seems she has screwed with the looking at the seed, right? Yeah, I get males in my growing late season. Yeah, yeah, How yeah, the hell yeah, did that yeah, happen? Yeah, too yeah, late, yeah. too late, too late. Uh, so I, I've learned I've learned there are many things that, that determine whether a male a plant becomes a male and a female, and, and a lot of times it has to do with a combination of those things. For example, if the soil is too cold, when you when you when you sprout, they will turn male. When the environment is not right for them, like they're not getting enough light, uh, you know, they will turn male on you. So there, those are other things that cause them to turn male. I've seen them turn hermaphrodite, both, you know. Usually yeah. when they're male, it, it means, the heck with this, we're going to start producing. <laughs> we're going to go the other way. Because we're, oh, we're all going to die, so we might as well get some seeds out of everything, right? Uh, but in, in terms of looking at the seed, you just have to visualize. I, I, it's, it's called, I call it a pimple because the seeds uh, are kind of like heart-shaped a little bit, right? Yeah. Right, a little bit of the slightly heart shaped, and the top is indented in, and the bottom has a little nipple on it, right? Yeah. Well, usually what happens is that the top, instead of being indented in, it has a little pimple on it, and that's those are usually males. Usually, because you can also take that same plant and really put it under 24/7 under LED lights, it is nice and warm. Uh, you put I, I put on a heat pad, 70 degrees. That's what the soil should be, 70 degrees. And uh, uh, then I also learned that the biology in the pot makes a big difference because if you have these plants trying to go in an environment that's not very conducive, they're not going to do very well. So one of the things, that's why I invented my super seaweed, and that's why I like one of the best things to give your plant is like a worm juice mixture to increase the biology in the, in the soil. So what, when you stick the seed in to grow in there, they have this really nice warm environment, they have the right soil, and they're not too dry. And if they and they ninety percent of the time they will they will come out female. Mm -hmm. There's always going to be for me. I always look for the males because that's one way I, I learned how to determine males. I want a male because I want to pollinate with that male. People grow it to for you know to smoke, but I grow it because I want to research the genetics of it and come up with mm -hmm. some really cool varieties which I have been working on. But I want male right now. I have a, uh, I, I have I have some pollen which I think is probably done for. Even though I've taken care of it, it could last a long time. So I'm, I'm hoping it's still be good. I got plenty of seeds, but I'm hoping the seeds are also can last because they, you can only theoretically keep them for so long. You can't keep them forever, even though they're, they're in a nice environment and they should last a while. I mean, they found Thomas Jefferson's seeds and they were good, so that was a while back. So if you do keep them in the right environment. But a while, Thomas Jefferson. They've actually, isn't it in um, Egypt? They found seeds that uh, in right. tombs and stuff that they could plant and they would grow. They're totally viable. Right. So it comes but down it's to storage. Right. It comes down to the storage and how you, yeah. that's why in that place in Iceland is in like freezing. So, you know, so they keep it at a certain really, really cold temperature. In the yeah. salt caves. Yeah. Right. Now, so, it sounded to me, Andy, actually, uh, like if, um, you can eliminate 99.9% .9 of any stress and the seed is generally going to be female 
um, in any type of stress, you have a hot, much higher potential of a plant being male. That's exactly it. Right, right. So the stress you come by from usually the so especially when you're growing really exotic plants, like I, I, I like to grow Thai, and that's my whole thing, Thai. And so I'm really into Thai, but I'm also into Tiva, whether it be Maui, Laos, Jamaican, uh, you know, uh, Panama Red is one of my favorite ones, too. I, I have some of those. Uh, and th these are like, I, I uh, my concern there is that they go way, really way back because, you know, the, the last time I used these seeds was probably 2010, mm -hmm. something like that. So that's like uh, 13 years already. In the last, And even those, I didn't use all of them. I only used a few of them. The rest of them I still have there. I still have a, a tons of variety of that lamb's breath. And I, I don't even want to open and expose them to light, right? I just want to keep them really dark in a nice in a nice place. Yeah. yeah. And as long as they don't, you know, they're in the, they're in the cardboard, they're in a, in a nice, a breathable environment, so it doesn't get moldy or nothing in there. Uh, but I, I think that uh, the so the, the these varieties, these tropical varieties, really require the soil to be seventy degrees, just like growing peppers. And what's cool yeah. too is that if you're indoors and it's 60 degrees outdoors they're not going to grow if you have 60 70 degrees soil indoors and you have 60 degrees out soil outdoors they're not going to do it they're going to they can sense the 60 degree outdoor temperature did you know that yeah right so that's so you that's another issue too because uh you had a friend that was growing up in northern where the climate was really cold yeah, yeah. Right. And, and so he, he had to go through certain varieties that would only be adaptable to there. For certain well, yeah, Ron varieties. Harrington that we had on the other day, his right. his uh, middle uh, the California stuff is not going to survive uh, in Canada that way. Just it's it's not built for here. He would have to, to genetically change it. And that takes time and dedication to change it. So it can be be here. Wasn't, it, wasn't he growing an Afghan uh, Afghan variety, right? Yeah, and he couldn't grow it in northern Alberta. Like I just actually drove by his house when I went to Vancouver and came back from Vancouver, and uh, yeah, you, it, it's Alberta. You you just can't do it. Um, it would take probably ten or fifteen runs just to, to start building some strength. If it was me there. And you really needed to do it. I will grow a variety, grow it indoors, keep it as healthy as I can, let it go through the whole cycle indoors, you know, produce mm -hmm. and have some seeds, do it again. And each time expose it a little bit more and more to the temperature outside. So every time they would get a little, a little bit of that. And eventually yep. you can have outside minus 40, Andy. Outside's minus 40, buddy. Remember, you don't even cut, get close up to northern so then uh, it's, temperatures it's all, in, you know, what, Colorado? It's all, indoors. it's all indoors, right? It's all indoors. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, so then we don't part. have to expose it to outside. No, then you don't. So if you just grow yeah. them indoors, you yeah. should have to eventually get the right uh, variety to grow under the environments you have there, you know, growing. Yeah. You know, that, that, that would be the key to it. It's just keep growing, keep growing, and keep getting to see, start the same one over again, start the same one over again. Pick the best well, it's, ones. It's that adjusting do. to your terroir. Right. Pick pick the best yeah. ones that do it there, do it again. Pick the best ones that do it there. Then it's going to take quite a while for the genetics to modify stuff for that environment. And that's yeah. exactly well, yeah, what will exactly. happen. And that's exactly what will happen. The genetics will yeah. modify stuff for that environment. You guys have any questions? Because I'm here answering your questions. 
Well, I, I have a question. Have a question. Um, explain count. explain to us who these people are and how um, or what type of a microbial test um, are they going to, like, say I sent a soil sample in. Uh, what's the, the results I'm going to get? I'm going to get the normal numbers of my, my soil needs, magnesium, calcium, phosphorus, whatever. But I'm also getting the biological counts. What, what am I expecting out of this test, Andy? I, I think you should ask them because I, I, I am not, you know, the one to tell you all the different kinds of things that they can do. I really, I'm not really that much into the describing all the different type of, of biologies that they look for. That's one reason why we want them on there so they can give you more details as to what it, it is that they're going to be pulling up. You know, I, I okay. basically, I basically am happy that they will do that along with all, all, a bunch of other basic soil tests that I want. It, but once they start, you know, get, once you get into the microbes, you you too will say, well, I don't really care specifically what each name is, but I, yes, do, exactly. I, do, I do want it to be uh, alive with a, and you, you get to, and once you start playing with different types of microbes or different sources of microbes, yeah. one of the things I, I wanted to find out is to let people test some of these other sources that I buy and see if there's any good. Because for me, I've gone through the, the gambit. I've used something, I don't like it. Use something mm -hmm. else. Oh, I like that one. Then keep using that one. And yeah. so I, yeah. the, the things I use are fairly good, but I also do a lot of live, live microbes that I know because I grow them myself. And I, I also, well, yeah, because you're doing a lot of composting, etc., and you have make your own product, um, which people can be see on your website. But you know, for a basic biology, it's the more life they see, the better. And once you start to see some of the higher life forms, like the ciliates uh, and nematodes, etc., you know you're getting your soils getting to a level where it's going to be able to get health in the first place. And that's all people really need to understand is, you know, you don't need the the names. Like even Elaine Ingham, um, you know, says it like they know 95% of nothing. They don't even know the 5% exactly what it does, only a very small percentage of that. So it's a matter of having that life there. And that's what you want to show the people um, in their analytics uh, from this new lab that you're working with, you don't and want to. You want to have so many type of microbes in there, you cannot count them. That's what exactly. That's what you want. That's what you you want, want to put it under a slide and go, "Wow, look right, at that, yeah, man!" That's what you want. The more, the better, because the more uh, of the microbial activities in the soil, the less it's going to be of any activity of any one particular disease. Mm -hmm. See, these things will counter out. So, the more of the good guys there are, the less of the bad guys there are. Yeah. And that's what it, that's what it comes down to. And so when you when you start seeing uh, looking around, you don't see microbial activity. You know there's something else. You have to figure out what is the, going on here. And a lot of times it's very. That's why, for example, I, I, I'm going to be talking about this old property water filter because the city water kills the biology. It's a constant attack on the soil. Every time the water goes on, the the biology has to put on the suit and mask and everything to survive. Yeah. You see yeah. what I'm saying? You know, and it's a constant. It's a constant thing. It's, it's not bad enough that humans are dumping chemicals on it, fertilizer this, pesticide that. You know, uh, urea, all the different things. Every time the water comes on, it's it's sterilized. It sterilizes the soil. It kills oh, the bacteria. I know. Isn't it ridiculous 
that you know they do that to, to all city water and it's the tap water they're sterilizing your your biology in your body every time you drink tap water and you're you doing know? the same thing you're doing the yeah. same thing exactly it's like, right you know, and these rich people that if you tell them you know that, that this water is better for them than this one then they'll buy that water but yet they won't buy the life that's in the soil to make it healthy but they want to sure make themselves healthy. I, have, I think maybe you got to tell them that they got to go to boot camp um, to understand this stuff. And we'll start sending them, you know, to, to people that understand it and, and have them do intense training for a month. Go, okay, this is what you got to do to be healthy. So this uh, soil, this uh, lab, this water filter company, it's really cool water filter company. Uh, I want to get him on the, as a guest also because it's important water. But when I was talking to him, Studio 57. I'm not, oh, I'm not sure what that means. Is that was that a movie, Studio 57? Uh, so, yeah, and, and the, the amount of people you want it just fall going crazy. The aliens, yeah. all the aliens in yeah. it, right? So I was talking to the guy, and he said, well, wait a minute. You want a whole house property filter, a whole house filter for the garden. No, no, you're mistaken. Mm -hmm. It's for the house. And I said, no, no, no. I want it for the garden. I don't want it for the house. He yeah. says, you're the first time person I've ever heard of coming here and says, I want a filter for the garden. What are you talking about? I says, well, you know, you think about it, you know. <laughs> Why do you want to filter it for the house? Well, it's good for the your skin. And, it's, you know, you don't want to be bathing in, and you can drink the water. And I said, well, it's good water, right? Well, why is, what's, what's wrong with giving that to the property, to your, to your soil? To your plants, to your biology, you, you to your life. You hear the yeah. silence, you know. I don't know, maybe, but really, so and so. Uh, it's it, it, uh, the water, so it filters out because this guy had built a nice garden, a raised bed, really wonderful. But he has all kinds of problems. A lot of his salt burns. Salt a lot of his burns. salt burns, and there's a okay. salt that's in the water. Mm -hmm. So there are lots of different salts in the water, the, the city water. A lot of them are, I think they say it's heavy minerals. And you do live in Malibu, so you do get a, a breeze from the ocean with salt in the air once in a while, too, I think, in California. Yeah, I think so, too. It's just, you have, just the, the, the plants that can't survive there don't last very long along the coast, very long along the coast. You know, but the, 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 the constant addition of water, which has a, a salt, which is a different kinds of chemicals in it, which are natural salts. And on top of that, the fertilizers are all salts. Yeah, yeah. A, a constantly killing the, the the biology, and that's why you have a major problem in the health of the plants that you that you have growing on people's property, diseases and pests are all have to do with the trace mineral inefficiency, which basically has to do with the minerals. The microbes are not giving you the trace minerals you need. They're it's not like breaking down all that salt into the components that are inside of the salt to feed back to the plant. Well, I thought I thought about that too. I thought but I, I think they can only break down so much. And then, well, and then yeah, they, it's like you'd have to call in the Navy, the Air Force, the <laughs> National Guard, and that's what we're trying to do: is add more biology in to be that workforce to break all that down. Uh, don't keep adding it because it's so far out of balance. It's going to take a while for Mother Nature to get back. Right. Even even if you if you if you, uh, I've learned from experience that if you 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 bring a lot of biology into a bad environment, ninety percent of the biology will die. The yeah. Ten percent will survive in little pockets and niches, 
And you, those are the ones that you want to encourage. So next time you come back, you spray again, maybe 80% will die. There are another 20% will survive. And so as the, as the, as the, as the, uh, the organics of the soil gets more conducive to the biology, you're going to get more and more biology living there. See, yeah, right? I and, see how that and, works. And that takes a long time to naturally occur. It's yeah, nature, to do it naturally by through nature. Yeah, it's not an overnight thing. It's not a thirty-day thing. Sometimes it could take years for the soil mm -hmm. to recompose itself again. Years, literally. And a lot of people are into. Let's heal it now. I I, I like the, our audience uh, because we're preaching to the choir and we're slowly getting more people, which is fantastic. But they understand exactly what we're talking about, Andy and. Uh, I, I want you to answer Diggity's question here if, if yeah. you have a thought on this. Uh, my well water went from 7.5 last year to 9 this year. What should I add to the garden? Oyster shell? No, no. You want to lower the pH down. If you have a pH of 9, I don't see how you can possibly... Is that the pH of your soil or the pH of your water? Right, it's the water. pH of your water, right. And yeah. That's going to be affecting your soil because it goes out to your sprinkler and you're watering all the time, right? Yes, she's not your head. Yes, right. And so what I would do is learn to apply something that naturally acidifies the soil. And what comes to mind right off the bat is coffee. Okay. Coffee is a natural acidic. It's a natural acidic. So if you, you, you can either, uh, ideally you want to get an organic source of coffee, because that's good because it will have more trace minerals in it. So I, I, you don't want to go to these lo local places that their coffee is chemically grown, more toxin, more pesticides. That's not going to work. So it's actually going to kill your earthworms. So you want to go, hopefully, to the place that you have a co an organic coffee place that makes organic coffee for people who are drinking. You know what I mean? Or, uh, um, uh, you know, like a, a coffee shop that has a lot of a good source of organic coffees. And I would use two things. I would use the coffee grinds. Mm -hmm. Add it to the soil. Blend tornado. Don't sit it on top, but turn it up into the soil. You can mm -hmm. also learn how to add it to your compost. You're making compost. You want to add that, and you also want to learn how to make a liquid out of it. So you you, you can do there's a couple of ways you can use the liquid because you when you have all this coffee grinds, you can make a mm -hmm. tea bag out of it, right? Yeah, right? yeah. You can do like a 55 gallon drum of clean distilled water. Put in about a pound of coffee grinds into a tie it into a tea bag and a ball. Let it sit in the coffee into the liquid, maybe with a stick across. Let's sit in the middle. Squeeze it all up until you get this coffee, and you'll find that that one little bag will make like maybe a maybe ten times of it. it. In other words, you can fill that 55 gallon up with water ten times, and you'll still get it dark. And that's what yeah, I would yeah. do. And that's what you I would use ladies nylons because I know that's what I use for the tea bag. Uh, I used to go to the store and buy the legs, the panties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I give my radio show, we talk about it in the mail. People was, I said, "You ladies, feel free to send me your your panties." I'm happy to <laughs> and my wife, uh, and would, I bet you got some, you rotten bugger. You're, yeah, you're no. My fighter. wife would say, uh, "Dear, you got some more panties in." <laughs> she says, "Do you wear these? Are these for you to wear, or you know, or is it, is it something you want to tell me?" And I go, "Well." And no, so yeah, it makes a makes a great filter. And nylons are getting hard to find. That's true. They're, yeah. they're all made of some really junk junk stuff. But it makes a great filter. I've learned to use uh, anything for a filter. But give that to your to your property on a regular basis. Here's but here's what I would do. It's even it's even uniquer. So uh, 
I would buy a fertigation unit. It's called fertigation. Okay. F E R. <laughs> fertig. Well, yeah, that's like doing math online. I'm not going to try to Fertigation. Lily, if Lily was here, she could she just rattle it off because well, that's right what she now, does, You, you right? can write, can't you, Ken? She can type it into the chat. I can bring it up. Fertigation. Yeah, yeah. I, I pronounce I, it. That's good enough. Uh, I I think I I'm doing the, I did it again. So I can't really. It says connect to comment. I have to go to YouTube and connect. Oh my God! See, oh, I don't know. No. Just uh, Lily, Lily, type in fertigation already. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's only delay. So that's why I can't. Delay, so that's why I, I can't do. I really have to do it. It's ferti, F-E-R-T-I-G-A-T-I-O-N, fertigation unit. Right. It's called a fertigation unit. All right, there you go. There's the spelling yeah. of it. Is yeah, that right. spelled and the, right? And, and the one you should get is called Easy Flow. Easy there are all good ones on the market, but I like this particular one because it's been around a long time, and it's really easy to use, and it's easier to use. See, normally meant for fertilizers to go in there, right? But if you, you can put, for example, coffee in there, it won't clog it up, right? Coffee will go through on a regular basis. You just have to change. Mm -hmm. What I would do, I probably wouldn't do the tea bag in there because the fertigation unit's got a little tiny valve. It's just any little bit of coffee get in there, which will probably will happen. It'll clog it up. So you want to, oh, yeah. you want to make your tea, run it through a filter, run it through another filter, get another screen to get it nice and clean. Pour that into your fertigation unit, and I would, I would uh, turn it on and let it go. Through. It'll, it'll siphon everything out of the fertigation right into your drip system. It's your water. Yeah. I would do that, say, once a week, open it up, dump, because what happens is it pumps water in and pumps the coffee out, so the next thing you know, it's nothing but water in there, right? So, so mm -hmm. I would just open it up, turn, you know, dump all the liquid out, fill it up with new coffee in there, and do it again. And so that's yeah. a really, really super easy way to acidify your saw, and, you, and add, you add the minerals to it. And if you're like me, you can actually learn how to put uh, – your, your microbes in there in a liquid form because you want it to be nice and clean. You don't want any particles. You just want the little guys in there. It'll go right straight straight through the unit and water your, your plants that way. Because if you yeah. if you provide enough microbes at the same time you have the anywhere near, because the pH should be 6.5 to 6.8. On either side, that's where the it's a range, maybe two points on either side. So it's like 6.5, you have maybe 5, 6, 5, Five eight, you know, it's maybe six, and on the other side you have seven, seven one, not even seven, not even near seven two. That's the range of these microbes. Other microbes live in another range, but that particular microbes that I really like, the ones that are very specifically genetically grown, that this is what they do their whole life. That they take, they they take a hit of carbon and they, and they burp out carbon dioxide, get the carbon carbonic acid, and they love to eat chew on stuff. I mean, I I noticed that. Uh, a lot of plants, when they grow, they wrap their roots around different kinds of rocks. Yeah. And you, you know what they're doing. They're taking they're the mining the, the biology is mining the rock, and it's it's the factory is right there to feed the biology that's creating the cells in the plant. It's, and, it's and that also, of, that yeah. also reminds me of one more thing that you should add. Yeah, take take a short stand water and pH of water on you. There was something that was off when plants. Yeah, so you want you you want to uh, get 
uh, reduce the pH down. The fertigation unit will really help you a lot. You can use that in a lot of fertigation unit in a lot of different ways. I'm more than happy to go over that down the road some more because if you learn how to add biology along with, that's why I like my super seaweed because if you add any biology to it in my super seaweed, it increases the biology. Look, I take a gallon of my, of my worm juice, hundred gall- 99 gallons of distilled water, not just though, it's filtered. I have a garden filter that I use. And I'm happy to tell you what kind of garden filters are available out there in the market now. But I, I filter the water out. I have a bubbler. Put a gallon of my microbes in there. I put maybe not even a pint of my super seaweed blend in there and aerate it. Within 15 minutes, you could not tell the difference in the water. If you had used a microscope with my with the original gallon and you look at it again under 100 gallons, you would say it's the same thing. It's same identical yeah. thing. The microbes just whoosh, fill in right and you can actually overdo it because I've forgotten once I left it running for an hour, and man, it was stinking. You yeah. could, what what was that? I, I, wanted add, I wanted to add garlic to it or <laughs> something like that to it to, to mellow it down a little bit because it, it will increase. And if you leave it two hours or even overnight, I've done it overnight specifically with I knew that I was dealing with a, a very hard disease that didn't want to uh, go away, so I would make it. The, the biology really really strong and attack them that way because it goes uh, into the the, uh, the 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 skin of the plant and it actually yeah. affects the disease enough to where it would knock it out it wouldn't kill the disease because disease is soil it's in the soil all diseases are in the soil but it, yeah. so the fertigation unit is a really simple easy tool to use and you can use it to modify the water that you're pumping on your property so I would also yeah. get a garden filter for the uh, for the hose, and mm-hmm. there's one called Boogie Board, Blue Boogie, which I really like. Uh, I like uh, Blue Boogie and Garden Grow. They're both really, really cool. Mention my name, I get 50% off. No, uh, I, I, I have to do that. I really should do something like that. But well, you, you should be doing the affiliate marketing, Andy. We we're talking right. about this on your website. You should have the products that you use on. and 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 have people link and go buy for you. Your code, yeah. Yeah, I'm working on it. I'm doing a uh, online series of workshops, all kinds of stuff like that. Yeah. Um, the the whole health, my soil health series, I'm up to. I just finished doing uh, the water, so the mm-hmm. next show is going to be on carbon. We're mm-hmm. talking about carbon, and so what? The, one of the things I was going to eventually, I was going to mention today anyway, boogie blue. It's called blue boogie brew. John blue, blue boogie. boogie. Not boogie brew. No, Remember, not guys, brew. Andy's not no, specifically no, not talking brew. about cannabis here. He's talking about your yard, your plants, your trees, uh, not specifically on cannabis. So a lot of the names are not going to be similar to what people are using for their cannabis it's growth. It's not boogie brew. It's boogie blue, B-L-U-E. Okay, there you go. It may even be blue boogie. It's boogie blue, blue. Maybe, maybe it's Boogie Blue Blue Brew. Anyway, you look it up. It's a, it's a really cool filter. You that you want to start learning to use to filter out the city water that you're using if yeah. you really want to get yeah. it. Especially if you're doing container plants, if they have this water yeah. coming in all the time. And remember, yeah, it's good for you to drink that too and, and stop drinking city water. Yeah. Yeah, they, they sell water filters, right, right. Yeah, it could be brew, Boogie Brew filter, right, yeah. Because they, they do okay. water filter. And there that's you go. That, you're right, John, and that's what you want. You really want to control. And we have to go now. I think I heard the bell ring. I well, I 
I don't know. Did I hear a gong in the background? Put up my website. Put my website up. Going to. And okay, normally you put, okay, you put a music on the way out unless you're going away again. Now, are you leaving again somewhere? You go somewhere? That's not mine. Oh, that's oh right. That's the, that's the lab that you're starting to work with to get this biological oh my God. Okay. Are, are you going to have a discount code for this soon, Andy? You need yeah, to set that up. I, I have to talk them into it. You know, sometimes they don't do that. They say no, and that's yeah. okay, fine. My whole goal is to help you people out there really have an amazing, amazing garden, right? Yeah. And it's so simple. It's so easy. And it's like cooking. I have a friend that makes amazing food. I watch her. She's a do this. And I don't do it. It's like... So it may be simple for the person doing it, like it's simple for me. And I try to make it simple for you guys too, make it easier for you guys to grow. You guys are way ahead of the crowd already. So oh yeah. Good yeah. for you guys. Exactly. Good for you guys. I, I, I hope there's some doctors in there that's gonna say, Hey, I like this. <laughs> Actually, there's a doctor who became a gardener to understand how uh, the body works and went back to, took the knowledge to being a doctor. I'm gonna see if I can get him on. His name is Arden Anderson. Really, really cool, cool doctor. So he, he he'll be a pr great person to to talk about biology. I don't. He doesn't smoke pot, but he doesn't have to be. It, it just doesn't have to be. You know, it could be something. Well, no, it, really, really this, cool. This channel isn't just about people that smoke pot or or do mushrooms. This is uh, like it's all about the biology. It's all about caring, sharing community. It's all about no matter what you're growing, you know, whether it's plants yourself or animals, it's an all-inclusive channel for anybody that has a, a mind that's trying to help people to, to become me, better. If you guys want to buy the Super Seaweed and you're out of the country, all we have to do is figure out how much it will cost to ship it to where you're at. That's it. You know, I go to the post office, you give me, you give me an email, say, this is where I'm at, and I'll, yeah, boogie blue, right. And, and I will be more than happy to get in touch with you and let you know how much the shipping will cost. I have no problem with doing that at all. That's and where's the best place to, to get, get a hold of you, Andy, to, to use your website contact information? You know my right? website, there's an inquiry form is the easiest way to do it. If you send me email, yeah. uh, it's, it's not going to work. I, the other day it was 40,000 40, emails in my mailbox. And I said, what the hey, 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 hey. And it's like 80%. You want to, you want to have a larger penis kind of thing. And it's like, what? <laughs> I don't, I don't you got spammed. It. You got spammed. Seriously. So it's like, what the heck? You know, so I got on this list. I don't know. It's kind of so how about getting a hold of you by direct message on Instagram? Would that be a better place? Uh, Instagram will, will work just like it will work. I, I, I don't get messages from Instagram, right? I also get messages from uh, all the other different social things. I don't, I'm not on TikTok anymore. I quit. Okay. Yeah, I, 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 I want to go down there and down under. I really love you guys. Have always been so far ahead of the the world is ridiculous, right? You know what I mean. So, mm -hmm. okay, guys. I think uh, yeah. But yeah, I'm, I'm just I'm just gonna let people know that uh, um, Kimmy uh, from oh my god, I can't remember Jackalope Farms, uh, Oklahoma. Wow. Uh, is coming on tomorrow on the sun and the moon. Uh, and then we got um, John, Tony, and I uh, back on Monday. And Monday afternoon, we've got Ben from Acadia Farms on with uh, Leighton. And I think Av should be back on the 15th. So he might be on next Monday's show. Uh, and other than that, uh, that's it, Andy. 
say good night, brother, and I'll end the broadcast. Good night, brothers, brothers and sisters. Everybody, peace out. Peace out, man.